Do you still trust the pharmaceutical industry? What about hospitals and doctors? Are there alternatives? What's good practice when managing your own health? There are those of us who, after seeing how the medical establishment has treated people during 2020 and 2021, want to make sure we are as fit and healthy as possible to avoid any entanglement with these state quacks. I'm Nick Elliott, and together with my brother Andrew, we'd like to welcome you to the Sounding Board podcast. Please share this podcast with your friends and enemies. Leave us a review on your favourite podcast platform. Visit our website at soundingboard.com and join the conversation in our Telegram channel at t.me forward slash soundingboard. It's great to have you with us. As you know, I've been working out more since Christmas. I've stepped up. We've been working out. (laughs) Very funny. Um, I did a, did a lot more last year than I've ever done. Obviously, I was working out with you in the garage um, at least you know well, once a week or whatever. We had a we had a session. Well, it was nothing before that as well, wasn't it? Exactly. So. Then I had then I, I did myself a mischief and I got my uh, got my hernia, uh, which is all fixed now. It's all fine. Uh, completely recovered. Uh, and I've been doing in the run up to Christmas. I've just been building up with um, with yoga again. Uh, now I've I've always had uh, issues with my with my upper back, uh, which has been totally solved by just doing regular yoga, doing some very specific um, sessions. It's just YouTube videos. I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm not going anywhere other than either in the spare room or in the or in the garage. Now that I've got it set up, and since since Christmas, I was like, right, newfound newfound focus on all of this, and I also wanted to do a lot more. Um, uh, body weight exercises. I want to try and try and get easy. What can I do without a bench, without any any weights or anything like that? Uh, so I've really been I've really been trying to step it up. Um, but with the with the with the workouts that I've been trying to do, just short, you know, 10, 15, 20 minute workouts, you know, first thing in the morning. And I've been trying to kind of alternate them or, or put them in a cycle of three with with other um, yoga sets and stuff. Um, uh, obviously, getting muscle soreness you know doms delayed onset muscle soreness and then i started drinking chaga mushroom tea <laughs> okay right, okay now i didn't start drinking this stuff because of this um i'd i'd heard about this stuff on and off for you know months and years as a you know, chaga as a as a supplement as one of these superfoods or whatever i've heard it advertised on as a in some coffee or whatever on the Weinstein's podcast and all this kind of stuff. It's just kind of dropped in here and there and everywhere. And I was like, right, I'm going to give this a go because I'm trying to cut out other sugar and stuff in tea. And I need an and I wanted like an alternative drink to have during the day, an alternative hot drink. So it's like, oh, get, this, get this stuff. It's not freeze-dried. This is, this is a wild mushroom that lives on the side of trees in Siberia. Okay, okay, so it's quite hardy then. Yes. I mean, it's one of the coldest places on earth, isn't it, Siberia? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so they take this stuff, there's a process of like basically freeze-drying it. Uh, and you can add it to coffee, you can add it to tea, you can add it to whatever you like, or you can just literally just put it in hot water and you know, give it a stir and it dissolves in or whatever. Um, so I started having two cups a day, one cup of that in the morning, one cup in the afternoon. And my initial reaction was, it doesn't taste too much, but that's a good thing because then I can I can easily drink it. Uh, but I actually got to the point where I actually actually quite like it. I'm having as much tea in the day as I'm having uh, as I'm having chaga. Um, but I noticed almost immediately that I was able to step up my workouts. 
Um, I mean, it, it, it's supposed to be good for your immune system. It's supposed to be good for, you know, it's supposed to invigorate you and all this all this kind of stuff. You you can look up, you type in chaga mushroom, and you, you'll find all this stuff that's supposedly what, what, you know, what it's good for. Um, and so that's why I just thought I wanted the long-term health benefits of it more than anything. The moment I started, almost, almost to the day, um, the muscle soreness is just gone. Really? And, and rather than having to wait three days or sometimes four, to to get to the point where it's like right, well, I definitely can't. I've definitely got any, not got any more twinges. I can definitely start working out this, you know, the muscle group again. Um, virtually nothing, and certainly every other day I can do I can do a a, a proper proper full on workout. Um, and it's just it's just just crazy. I've, 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 so I'm now doing I'm now doing this, you know, quite intensive core workout. I'm doing press ups. I'm doing pull ups. But I'm doing them every other day, uh, and alternating that just with some much more lighter yoga uh, in between. Does that mean another hernia's on the cards? No, it's all fine. It's all good. Um, but like, just to show you my my progress, um, I obviously I've, I've been a complete weakling my entire life. Uh, I got to the point with you last year. We're talking early middle last year before before the hernia. Where I could finally get to the point where I could do five press ups. Do you remember that? Yeah. It was like yeah. this is this is a milestone. I've never been able to do a press up in my life. Get to the point of doing five. So I was dead chuffed with that. Um, uh, picked things back up again in the run up to Christmas. It's uh, straight after Christmas, so we're talking a couple of days after. I managed to do ten press ups. I was like excellent. Well, well happy with that. I'm up to the point now where I can I can drop and do ten. Okay. Then a week or so of, uh, of, of of normal stuff. Then I started drinking the chagas, and just in the last two weeks, I've been I've been working out like a demon, and I've been basically adding five press ups like every every session. I've had I've had one break of three days in the middle. Um, other than that, it's been every other day, every other day, every other day. Uh, so this morning I did thirty five press ups. Wow! In one in one in one hit. Um, how many? How many can you do without resting at the top? Twenty. That's not bad. I did so this morning. I did twenty. I, I, I will. I will build up lactic acid by twenty press ups for sure. Yep. Uh, I did twenty. Uh, a few breaths at that point, uh, and then uh, up to thirty, and then another few breaths for that final five. And obviously, you know, the last two are are ridiculous, and I'm you know shaking like anything. But that's that's, that's the whole point. It's it's you know, to do it to failure. I'm not. I'm not doing anything yet where I'm then having a break or doing something else and then doing another set. I'm, I'm literally just seeing how many I can do in one set uh, and then moving on to, to doing other exercises or whatever. Uh, but I, uh, at some point I might, I might, you know, do maximum to failure, then, you know, then a rest, then same again, then keep repeating it to the point where I'm only able to do like one press or whatever. It's similar to the, you know, uh, workouts and stuff we've been doing, but with with actual weights. Um, but just see how far, just see how far I get with uh, uh, body weight and stuff. But I just thought it was worth just noting how how amazing this stuff is. I'm not I'm not trying to sell it, other than I didn't I didn't I didn't buy it for this. I, I was speaking to a guy at work who power lifts, so he knows he knows his supplements and he knows his workouts and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and he because he was really interested, obviously. So he went and did some research, and he said. Um, it's apparently what it does, what the chaga does, is allow your body to take in more nitrogen, which right. aids recovery. Sure. So it's all about what it does for recovery. So 
I've really got no idea what what the rest of the uh, of the of the main benefits are. I know it's good for your immune system. Um, it's supposed to be, you know, good for preventing cancer and all this kind of stuff. But you know, who can look it that? up? Yeah. <laughs> um, but for me, it's allowing me to basically kind of do double the amount of of workouts a week. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to look into that because I so I, I have been working out differently recently as well. Um, just for because you, you've got to kind of mix it up. Of course, if you want to, if you want to grow, if you want to get stronger. Um, and previously, I mean, when I first started working out, which would have been yeah, you know, twenty five years ago or something, I would work out three times a week, and I would do everything, literally, yeah, you know, do every body part, and I'd have sessions that would last like sure. three, three and a half hours, something like that. Yeah, and I got, you know, I mean, I put on a stone and a half in like six months. I put on lots of, you know, got very, very strong, very, very quickly. But then you kind of plateau, and you have to kind of chop and change it. Um, and then after that, I kind of um, uh, I started hitting individual muscle groups really, really hard. Mm-hmm. So I'd like train chest. I'd only train it once a week, um, but I'd absolutely smash it. Yeah. And then uh, you know, kind of since then, I've done similar stuff, but I've I've been changing kind of workouts, or I'd be changing exercises, that kind of stuff, to shock the system. Yeah. Whereas now I've been so I've been training recently with a with a power lifter, um, and this guy's an he's an absolute monster. Yeah. I mean, he's he's just he's. You know he's huge, but it's all it's strength. You know he's not interested in bodybuilding or anything. He yeah. just you know he just wants to get as strong as possible. And, and and to so I think in a competition once he bench pressed 180 kilos. Wow, which is just that's a ridiculous. I mean that's that's like a that's a ridiculous amount. Yeah. it's just it's. I mean you know most people can probably bench 40, yeah. 30 or 40. He, he was doing my my best ever at my biggest was 120. Yeah, and he's he's doing 180. Um, and and he, bench is like his worst exercise. Yeah, you know he squats hundreds of kilos. Um, it's yeah, it's it's, so it's, that, it's crazy. So has that helped you working out with him just to get some different well, yeah, exercises, so, and different so I, techniques? I was um, I was still training once a week, but I, um, so he said, look, pick an exercise that you want to get stronger at. Something like bench press. I want to get stronger at bench press. Um, and uh, he said, right, okay, we're gonna we're gonna change it about a bit. So now I'm training twice a week I'm benching twice a week but I'm not doing as much so right. instead of doing like say 12 sets on the bench I'll do six sets um, and I won't do very many reps um, but I'll do like a, you know half a dozen sets leave it a few days and then and then, and then bench again leave it another few days and then uh, carry on carry on doing that and that, you know, that should hopefully shock my system a little bit yeah um, and then and, and I'm also doing things like I'll have like heavy sessions uh, and then I'll, you know, kind of I'll build up to, to like a really heavy session, and I have like a deload week where I just kind of relax it a little bit, and yeah. feels like you're not really doing anything. Yep. But apparently that's good for you as well. Yeah. Never really, never really done that. Um, I heard, I learned about that this week as well. Um, I, I uh, learned my, about it years ago. Never bothered with my, it. So uh, my my mate at work, he's he's a, he's about to do a competition. He's been building up to a competition. Um, powerlifting. Yeah. So so power for, for if anyone is unaware, powerlifting is uh, squat. Uh, deadlift and bench press. Yeah, they're the three yeah. uh, exercises. And uh, and he's got like only like a week or so to go or something before um, before the competition. Um, and so it's all about deloading um, at, the, right. at this at this point. So literally a term I learned this morning. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, as as in yeah, you've got to, you've got to do something. Um, yeah. Don't don't do nothing, but don't keep pushing it. And clearly there's science mm. behind it. Um, uh, and like for him, it's uh, you know it, it's all about the diet. It's all about um, all about the regime that surrounds all of this. 
Um, he's doing it surrounded by other people who are telling him, you know, do it like this. Um, but yeah, this is his first. This is his first competition. So oh, right, okay. So has, he, has he got a suit? Uh, yeah, I've seen. Uh, uh, I've seen videos of him him doing it. He's got. He's got the full garb. Right, because they make they make a huge difference. Do they? A massive difference. Yeah. So if, you, if you're wearing a suit, um, it can it can probably add thirty kilos onto whatever you whatever you're lifting. That's crazy. Um, it's like putting on like a you know they're, they're just so tight just because it's springy right I see um, okay so when you go when, when you kind of go down it kind of you know it kind of bounces you back up again it's, isn't that cheating it's a, it's a, a little bit like cheating and these things these <laughs> isn't, isn't that like wearing springs on your feet and going for a run a little bit but you know it's just it's you know if everyone's doing it doesn't doesn't really matter. Um, yeah. It's it's a bit a bit safer. Um, they're incredibly. I mean, and it's they're really hard to fit. So you know, right. to, to get a good fit is really difficult. Right. And they're also incredibly hard to put on. You often need two people helping you. Two people really to get these things on. Oh, yeah. Right. And you have to kind of put, you know they have to kind of pull the straps over the shoulders. Oh, I don't know if he's got that. Um, level, and then you know they kind of velcro on, and you basically can't can't, can't really move. breathe or move that well. So but really good for lifting. Really good for lifting. You do your lift, and then you have your mates come on and undo you. <laughs> And you kind of go, and then you fly across the room, and then you know they're 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 incredible. I mean, and other things as well. So I was um, uh, smelling salts. My mate's got some smelling salts. He'd been, he'd been trying to get me to to. I'm like, no, no way, because he was t- talking to me before. Well, is this again? It's just about kind of just waking you up. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, a, yeah. It's like a, it's like a shot of adrenaline. And he says, really? well, the first time I was training, because we were talking about all this kind of stuff, and I was saying, well, you know, how much of a difference do they, you know, do they make? He's like, he says, they're brilliant if you want to injure yourself, because you'll just, you'll just want to push it too far. Um, wow. So you can, you, know, you get this like shot of adrenaline, um, and you can just go nuts. But he says, it's really easy to injure I'm, yourself. I'm really finding this stuff quite fascinating now. Mm. Uh, you know, the, the supplements, the herbal study anything anything non big farmer now i mean this is this is why this is why i'm interested now in this kind of in this kind of stuff because i don't trust the medical profession now at all uh, and i don't trust i don't trust healthcare or or anything like it and so for me now i've just got this bigger impetus to look after myself uh, to to be to be strong and fit and healthy and to and to just not get ill to to have enough vitamin D and vitamin C and whatever else. Um, I mean, you know, as you know, I'm on, I'm on my carnivore diet, mm. um, which, uh, which you know, it it's very easy to let little things get in, um, you know, on, on that unless you're literally just having a slab of meat every every day. Um, and so again, just kind of tighten that up over Christmas um to you know just eliminate some of those like final things i've always said i'm like 95 percent. it's very difficult if you want some flavor you know you're gonna have to add you know bits and pieces um uh, but I've, I've cut cut out a lot of other i mean do, uh, do you allow yourself to have like curries and, and that kind of thing uh yeah but i won't have i won't have any rice uh and uh, do you have like a nice cut... thick sauce with your curry yeah okay oh yeah yeah i'll right. struggle to get rid of that it depends it, it depends on our uh, on the curry some have gone awful lot of veg in the sauce, and and that's that's really not good for me at all. Um, as as in, it's not just a question of of me um, uh, thinking, oh, I, that that's not part of the diet. It, you know, for me, this diet is all about my my actual well being, and so I will notice the next day. 
um, if if I've had something with too much. Uh, can you have Can you have onions? In. I mean, I, I love the kind of the onion based. Yep. Uh, uh, onions don't seem to be uh, don't seem to be a problem. Brilliant. I can I can I mean I can have a leaf. I can have a little bit of potato. I can have some chickpeas in a curry. You know, but that I try and keep that to a minimum, uh, and obviously just load up on load up on the meat. Yeah, sure, um, sure. So I do things like you know I'll have. I'll have a I'll have a bolognese just with no pasta. Yeah. Again, maybe I'll no won't be having that quite as much of the of the of the tomato sauce on there. Um because uh, again I can I can feel the effects even that day. Um uh but and and you know, during the day I'm having I am having slabs of meat and I'm having I'm having burgers and I'm having you know big chunks of lamb and chicken and uh, that that's my that's my day um i try to have a meal that's as close to the rest of the families as possible just for ease uh and if necessary then load up on sausages or whatever mm. <laughs> later on uh, but it is all about it's all about looking after looking after yourself now because you've the, we've been somewhat failed by the by the current system and i've got no idea how long it's going to take for this system to die on its ass or you know mm. finally get removed i mean i've been i've been skeptical there's a really good book and i'm trying to think of that so it's got two names i can't remember the author off the top of my head. it's a big thick chunky tome of a book it's not something you'd read from start to finish yeah but it's a good one to kind of dip in and out of i think in britain it's called the diet delusion and i think in america well, it's you've called talked to me about this before it's something like, like good calories bad calories and like the front sure. cover is like a, a piece of toast with some butter on it and you're supposed to think that the butter's bad and the toast is good, but obviously it's the other, it's way, the around. other way around. Yeah. Um, and it kind of it, it busts myths about cholesterol and you know yeah. and and fats and even like saturated fats. I mean, there's, there's, oh, yeah. there's a, a portion in there that's saying that there is some evidence that saturated fats um, you are know, amazing. Are, well, no, no, no. <laughs> are, you know, can 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 do some damage. Yeah. But apparently, if you if you avoided saturated fat for your entire life. The most you'd add on to your lifespan is like three months. It's like it's just not worth it. It's absolutely yeah, not worth it at all. Yeah. Um, but that's that's a really good. So and I've been I've been skeptical about because obviously back in the, the, you know when 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 we were kids, it was all about oh, calories, the calorie counting. So everyone started calorie counting, and of course fats are really high in calories. Yes. So everyone was eliminating fat because that's the quickest way to eliminate calories the, and piling on the fiber and it, it uh, wasn't even it wasn't even that simple was it? We it, fat was bad. That's the, that in our childhood that fat became a bad thing. It and, and it was it was a very easy thing to get across because it's like you eat fat you get fat. Oh, yeah, it's such it's such a simple narrative, isn't it? That completely wrong, though. completely utterly wrong. You know, fat is so hard for the body to break down um, that fats don't really turn into fats. It's you know, it's no. carbs and you know, obviously like sugars are the worst. You know, these simple carbs are the, are the worst kind. Um, but yeah, so I'm trying to have a much more high fat, high protein diet. I'm not as strict as you are, but yeah. I'll have like, I mean, I had some bolognese um, earlier, but I, I did have a little bit of pasta. Um, but it's like you know, predominantly meat. Yeah. Um, I'll have. I tend to. I cook myself a lot of chili, but I'll have chili now, and I'll just have cheese with it as opposed to rice. Yeah. Um, when I have curries and stuff, it'll be you know, I might have like a tiny bit of bread or you know, like a little bit of rice. But it's basically oh, you're doing. Just a, you're doing pretty well then. Um, I do struggle. I do struggle bread. with. Uh, no, actually, no, that's not too bad. But um, 
occasional breakfast. The occasional biscuit in the evening with a cup oh, of really? tea. Yeah, that's. Um, I yeah. think I think if I have the odd one, I'm not too. You know, I was having this conversation with some people last week. It's not. It's not a nice thing that I've got, but it it does mean that because I can. I get a reaction from what I eat. Well, that's why it's so hard for me because I, I don't, don't get a reaction. No. So I, I'm just trying to get shredded. I'm just trying to get ripped again. I, I want to be yeah. as shredded as I was, you know, in my in my kind of twenties and thirties. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I was only like it was only like kind of it's only really during lockdown that I've kind of you know put on a, a, a tiny bit. Um, Complete opposite for me because I've changed my diet. Yeah, but if I if I have um, if I have like a few biscuits. No, no, no difference at all. I feel fantastic the next day. You know, there's, no, there's nothing. If, so I, I just, if I eat a biscuit, I'll feel bad within about ten minutes. Really? Oh, jeez. And and if I eat, you know, anything planty, um, then um, I'm going to have some some proper problems with my gut the next day. Right. So, uh, building that relationship, building that sorry, that association, um, and as I say, I. Th- I I tried every diet there was for the last, you know, decade or more. I've tried eliminating all manner of foods to try and work out what it is that, you know, causes this for me. Um, and finally, it's, I mean, carno- being a carnivore, it's the, com- it's the most non-PC, it's the, com- it's the complete opposite of what you are told is the right thing to do, which is why I tried everything else mm. <laughs> first. You don't think to start with something like that. Um, but... But now it's such a clear link for me uh, that I, I, I know what I'm getting into if I, if I make any kind of exception. Um, and, and most of the time now, I just don't. Or if it's been like three months since I've had a particular something and I really, really crave it. And I'm like, oh, do you know what I'm going to have? We had, <laughs> we had a curry the other night and I had some dal. Oh, okay. Oh, I mean, I could, just, I could just eat this whole bowl of dal. It's... It's amazing, okay? And I was like, I'm gonna treat myself. I've been I've been good for weeks and weeks and weeks. I'm just gonna have just gonna have a bit of this dal. Uh, and I had three or four spoonfuls of dal with with the rest of my curry, uh, and I had problems for about 48 hours, really, including you know proper pain and stuff. So, and, and it it was that it, it was that because if I don't eat that, I'm fine. Um, so. You must just be a little bit more sensitive because apparently, well, so it's a lot more sensitive. I think. Yeah, well, a lot more sensitive. Um, I mean, they think that it's inflammation, isn't it, that, that causes a lot of these gut issues and, and, and issues with with everything, with joints, with well, bones, all sorts I, of stuff. And, and apparently, lots of lots of plants have like tiny amounts of almost like poisons in them. Yes, to stop things eating, eating them. them. They don't want yes. to be eaten. Yeah. Um, so, well, know. it was green. It was green stuff that I eliminated first because right. those are kind of the most poisonous things, I think. Um, and there was there was there's some things that I already knew. Just just don't just don't touch. Um, uh, and and stuff that would make me feel um, you know feel very sick within within half an hour or an hour. Um, you know, wouldn't actually ever be sick. Just 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 feel really really sick. Um, so eliminated those kind of things first, hoping that. You know, at least, at least some root veg and some pulses and you know whatever else. But it's mostly all plants. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd really struggle eliminating. I mean, I, I can green veg are the ones I like the best because they're right. not as sweet, and I find right. lots of like carrots, parsnips, and stuff that are just too sweet for me. The thing is, you, you, yeah, your aim is to get shredded. Yeah, and but we, we have just going back to my point. We haven't evolved like other animals have. No, to be able to eat plants. 
You know, we're we're no. basically we're not not strictly carnivores, but you know, the human beings. Well, the paleo diet includes suppo- yeah, you know, some nuts and berries and stuff like that. It's foraging and it's mm. and it's killing animals. Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm, I'm lucky enough that I can eat stuff, and it doesn't. All it does is I might, you know, I might put on a little bit, you know, yeah. a little bit more weight. That's yeah. it. But yeah. um, it doesn't affect me. But, uh, and is it? For, but I'm, for I'm me, probably still getting inflammation and stuff, and I'm probably not as effective. And I, you yeah. know, I probably can't bench as much as if I'm, you know, if I was a bit stricter on my diet. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, what's good for me is that I am getting shredded by by doing this, and even just by like kind of cutting out that like kind of last five percent over the last few weeks. Upping the level of uh, of workouts and stuff, I'm totally, totally. I'm in, I'm in the best condition of my life at the moment, and to and to be doing that the other side of forty, I consider to be to be very good. I've never, I've never been this lean. Is that because you're really in good shape now, or you were in awful shape before? Uh, can it be both? <laughs> <laughs> so, how many cups of tea do you have at the moment? Per day? Uh, I'm having two or three cups of tea a day, okay. but I'm down to just half a sugar. So I'm only having, in terms of that refined sugar, I'm having a spoon and a half a day. Mm. Uh, I am having, I'm having uh, a spoonful of raw honey every day. Raw honey? Yeah, honey's amazing. I've yeah, got, it's just... I've got this proper. Lo- this is, this is the most local honey that you could possibly get. Okay, I found, I found someone who's got hives only like two miles away. So. Literally, the bees that come and visit my garden might be producing this honey. Uh, honey's got all sorts of um, great stuff in it. Uh, and I know it's a form of sugar, but um, the, the thing I'm trying with this is, will it alleviate my hay fever? Okay. All right. So if you, there's, there's a school of thought that if you consume the, the honey made by the pollinators that are taking the uh you know to go to the flowers that are that are affecting you directly in your area um then you can build up a resistance a tolerance uh to it um so that's that's what i'm trying okay. i'm trying local honey for you know for this year or whatever to see if i can get through because i get i get terrible hay fever it's horrible um and so i want to see if i if that i'm trying all of the old wives tales basically because no no doctor is going to look through a book and go, oh, I think you should be eating some local honey. But I'm giving it a go. Well, doc, yeah, I mean, doctors these days, they, I know you, this is kind of one of the points you made at the beginning, but they're not, they don't really behave like doctors anymore. They're just technicians. They're just walking encyclopedias. That's all that's it is. They've got, they've got a particular set of instructions. Well, it's like ringing up a call centre. It's like ringing up a call centre. It's and press got, one. Got this script. Press two. Oh, okay, yeah, here we go, here we go, here we go. Yeah. They're not thinking for themselves. They're not even. They're not even absorbing the information they get from all their other patients to no. think. Okay, I've I've seen fifteen patients with COVID now, and and therefore I know what works and what doesn't and work. Or yeah, what I've, it looks I've tried like. this with some and this with yeah. others. I know. I know. I now know that this works. Well, none of that. We know that there is a set of doctors that did do that. In fact, I'm not aware of a single one in the UK, um, but there are obviously uh, doctors in the US. That absolutely did do that, and they collaborated. Uh, it's all with Pierre Corey and these people. Absolutely, and Peter McCulloch and people like that. Uh, these are the these are the absolute heroes, as far as I'm I'm concerned. People who actually treated the people in front of them and learned from it, learned from it really quickly. Used repurposed drugs because they you know they saw a particular presentation 
and realized that a certain set of drugs would help alleviate those particular symptoms who worked out when it was an, uh, an inflammatory disease and when it you know what what was going to stop the virus replicating when it didn't matter whether the virus was replicating anymore when you know when you had to treat the pneumonia all of this stuff even what type specifically what type of pneumonia it was presenting at these people did this within weeks in 2020 spread it around to the people who would listen but the you know the the establishment uh again the cathedral to use that broader term didn't want to know and that obviously is the one of the bigger scandals of the last of the last two years M- well, moving on to l- longer longer than that surely i mean this is this has got to be the uh, well, it's been revealed in- it's been it's been revealed heavily in this in this in this period of time uh, i i think an awful lot of stuff has come into sharp relief um in 2020 2021 uh, for for you and I, it was confirming a, an awful lot of things that we we thought were the case in the first place. Um, but a lot more normies have obviously woken up um, to to our kind of way of thinking as a as a result of this. But yeah, moving moving on to the COVID stuff, which I know is a it, it's all there is to talk about. Um, there is a lot of people are falling over themselves trying to write about the crumbling of the narrative. Would you would you agree with that? Yeah, I mean, we 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 got in on that, didn't we? Because because we we kind of we we yeah tide turning. Um, you know, we noticed. I mean, I noticed it without before seeing any of these articles. It was just like little bits that I kind of noticed in the news, and then obviously we 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 talked about it, and re- I think we released it a week or so ago. Yeah. Um, but I thought we were reasonably early on that. Yeah, um, and and I think there's been other examples of where media outlets have posted things that are counter the main narrative and that's happened at other points over the last two years but it's always just been one thing over there and then nothing for a few months and then one thing over there and then nothing again for a few months and that 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 thing that you saw was never backed up by anything else what we're seeing this time are lots and lots and lots of uh, of, of things coming out all at the same time um, but I, I, I have noted there's a there's a lot of people literally talking about how, and they and they there's hyperbole. You know, it's over, you know, <laughs> and, and all of that. You know, the lockdowns are over, vaccines are over, the the, the whole the whole lot is over. Um, I mean, I forwarded you that article by C.J. Hopkins today, which I thought was particularly good. Um, and the point is, like, it is over in narrative terms, but they are gonna go down. Fighting. Oh, they're on the ropes. They're, 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 it's exactly. like a cornered animal. Exactly. And so the idea that it's like it's all going to be happy in a few weeks, um, not not the case at all. Not least of which um, they they're all going to cling on to power for as long as they they possibly can. Um, so it's. I I've always wondered whether or not we're lucky to live through this period of time or not. Even just to try and be a dispassionate observer, is this period of history that we're going through? Exciting or terrible? <laughs> I think if I was a, if I was an observer um, in I don't know, let's say Florida, <laughs> yes, or, or or some or some or another planet, you know, if I was just observing this, I would find this interesting. Yeah, um, but in the compared same compared to other periods of but in, of in history, the, only in the same way that I find you know Russian history interesting. It's but it's you don't still live through it. horrible. Yes, um, and I haven't enjoyed. 
the last couple of years. Really, I mean, not I haven't enjoyed. Yeah, they've been. You know, I haven't enjoyed them like other years. Of course. Um, well, you've and, been able to do things. Yeah, and and it's also, you know, when you think about what other people have gone through. You know, we've been. I know we've said this a few times, but we're pretty lucky. You know, we're the right age, so we've got. You know, we, we've worked for twenty five years each. We've got nice houses. We've got gardens. We've got family that are close. Which, yes. And, uh, you know, which makes a huge difference. You know, if if you were if you were a single guy living on his own, um, yeah. you know, or living with you know living with your parents, for example, or something mm. like that, and you can't really go out, or yeah. you're a single mum and you're in a flat, you know, these people must have suffered terribly over the Absolutely. Know, not to mention all the people that have side effects or have died because of the vaccines or have people that have died because they were in care homes and they brought six people in. Yeah. You know, there are... Or popped them full of ten, Yeah, there were tens of thousands. Of, well, there were tens of thousands of people died and probably hundreds of thousands of lives were affected by that. Or, you know, if your business went under. So it's, you know, it's it's kind of, it's interesting, but... Have you seen that number now that the ONS have released of the number of people who died... Um, the number of people who died... Oh, just of COVID. Just of COVID. Is it like 17,500 or something? Yep. That's incredible, isn't it? And that is a drop in the ocean. The, the point to make here, before somebody thinks... Well, that's a good a flu year. Oh, uh, very, very much. Um, I mean, again, you, you have to compare these things to what we previously lived with up until this point. Would it be great if we could eliminate flu? Of course it would. It'd be great if we could eliminate the common cold, a coronavirus that, you know, came out 120 years ago. But but we haven't. The this this form of novel vaccine ain't going to do it. Well, the daft thing is, I mean, I, I, I don't think, I mean, it would be very difficult to, I think, to eliminate flu um, because it, you know, kind of changes all the time dramatically. Um, and obviously the common cold is, you know, there are kind of rhinoviruses, I think, uh, in with that as well. Yep. But we we possibly could eliminate COVID, and I'm not one of these zero COVID guys, but if you just look at the effectiveness of ivermectin and how cheap that is, if everybody just took that, it would be effectively eliminated. <laughs> so it is, I, I see... Of, I of, all, of all the viruses... One the, of these the doctors... Viruses, one, one of these doctors, um, I can't remember which one it which one it was one of the ones I've probably already mentioned just now um, said this is the irony is this is the most treatable respiratory disease in existence yeah it's 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 the most eliminatable virus that I've ever heard of yeah and yeah. it's like it, elimination is a is a tricky one but treatable if you just go with treatable but if you look at survivable so if, if you if you look at the stats for ivermectin and then when, when people take it regularly and properly and with the correct dose, yeah. it prevents... I mean, it's something like 85% of people don't get it. Yeah. 85, I mean, if, so 15%, that's going to die out. Yeah. And, he, and, and that other 15%, if they get it, they have ivermectin and they're ill for like a day or so. Well, and, uh, and again, um, so I follow, I follow Pierre Corey um, uh, uh, and... And and in fact, um, oh, well, who's was, who was the other person? Um, so Heather Hying had um, right. Omicron um, the other day. Okay, uh, and uh, and and she recounted in her her Substack, um, uh, yeah, how it how it came about, how they were affected, and all this kind of stuff. Uh, and of course, because they 
they had Dr. Corey on. And so she's like, so I'm just going to tell you my symptoms. Can you just give me a little quick, uh, you know, diagnosis here or anything? Uh, and, and they've obviously got, they've had access to, to, to these, to these drugs and things anyway. Um, but he was saying that actually it's probably the hydroxychloroquine that, that uh, you know, helped her in this particular instance. Cause it, it's all about, it's all about the mix of symptoms. It's all about, you know, how old you are. It's all about when you take it in relative to when you get it. Um, so I know we we certainly go on and on about ivermectin, um, but it's it's not the only it's not the only treatment. Uh, albeit I will say so. Um, obviously, I've had a you know bit of a we've both got a bit of a stash um, of ivermectin. I need to get and need, probably going to need to get some more of that actually. Yeah, because because yeah. Julie's continuing to take it as a as a uh, prophylactic. Sure, because she hasn't had it. So sure. Um, uh, I'm all good with the hydroxychloroquine though. Yeah, we've got a nearly continuous supply of that haven't we um uh, so uh colleague of mine at work uh in his mid to late 20s um uh, known him since he was a fetus basically um uh, and uh he uh he finally succumbed uh and he, he'd been around all of us all of the time he should have got it but he finally got it a couple of weeks ago uh, and so he's, he's, he's and he's, fe- he's feeling rough. He's feeling rough, and he tends to have, he tends to get chesty. Okay, right. and so he's, he's always got that susceptibility. If he's gonna, he's the one who has the lingering cough for weeks and weeks and weeks. Uh, and so the moment he's like, oh, I've got air, and I'm coughing, and I, I saw him on a video call, and he's like, he, he looked awful, um, and you could just tell he was just dragging himself around, and he's congested, and he's off color. Uh, and so I was like, right, I've got all of it. Do you want it? Uh, and and he's un he's unvaxxed. He's uh, he's he's one of us, yeah. And he's like, oh god, you I'll, I'll have whatever you got. I'll have whatever. So I went round that evening and took around um, half the stuff that you that you gave me, all of the other you know supplements and stuff. In fact, I gave him I gave him that big thing of zinc I got, and there was a few other bits that you'd bought before. The yeah, there was a like pack of quercetin, I think, was yeah. there, and the uh, there was some curcumin and black seed oil yeah. and all sorts. Uh, and I gave him a week's supply of ivermectin and a week's supply of hydroxychloroquine. Uh, and that was that was like six p.m. on say a Thursday. Friday morning at ten o'clock, I jump on a video call with him and loads of other other people, and he looked like normal. And everyone could t- everyone went, "Oh, how you doing, Adam?" And he just kind of bounded on, and went. And he, the first thing he said was, "Nick, those pills you've given me must be really strong, because I'm already feeling so much better." And he just he looked better. You could tell his eyes were darting around more. He, he, he had more about him. He, he, he said, my, my chest was better. I'm hardly coughing. My congestion's gone. Um, and that was, after, that was after less than one day. Mm. And, and there's so many. I know it's anecdotal, but that happened to you. Four, four and a half hours was all it took uh, with, it, for the ivermectin and hydrochloroquine to, to kick in. just too many examples of it. Four and a half hours. I'll tell you the best, the best example, um, and I, again, this is well, lived experience, we'll call it, um, <laughs> was your wife. She, yes. she, she, she took it, felt much better, forgot Stopped to take it again, it again yeah. felt rough, took it again. Oh, miraculously, I'm better again. Yeah. That, you know that that's like well, hang on. There's there's clear evidence there that it that it yeah. that it works, or you know, or works for for some people. Yeah, ex- exactly. Uh, it's it's too many. So, um, yeah, we need to be um, 
we need to be going and buying you know shed loads of this stuff and and supplying it on to our fellow man mm. um i think because uh, it does it does absolutely work yeah i mean it it's 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 crazy how treatable it is um and 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 yeah it's it's just uh, that's that's the one that's the one thing you know if if they were when when governments try to be, when when governments try to be totalitarian just for the sake of it you know when they say right okay we're just going to you know that's the only gonna, ever reason no but if, if if they just say we're going to kind of you know take away some of your freedoms and we're just going to be gits and, and and whatever but the fact that they're allowing people you know cuz you see you see you know um you know, fascist governments uh, throughout history, and you know, communist, socialist, and and other, you know, all, all other types of totalitarians. They often, you know, they, they kind of start by kind of meaning well. You know, as in we we're doing this, and this is only a temporary measure, and sure. everything will get better. But we need to force you all to do this because otherwise, it won't work. You've heard all the arguments before. Yeah, yeah. Whereas this, it's like, well, we know instantly tens of hundreds of thousands of you are going to die yeah but we're going to do it anyway this is this isn't yeah. like we're going to try yeah. something new and then okay it doesn't work down the line and so people end up dying because yeah. they're starving or or whatever um this is like straight away a whole bunch of you're going to die and we don't care yeah in fact we're actually gonna we're gonna you know things like moving sick people to care homes that's like artificially inflating or not artificially inflating but you know the the, the it's like increasing the figures Deliberately killing people it, so we can boost our figures. It's just that's the thing that makes me sick the most. Yeah. Well, and the suppression mm. of treatments and the suppression of people learning about treatments. And I, I've seen lots of analysis about, uh, and, and let's call it good analysis, okay? I'm not just talking about the classic cock up versus conspiracy thing where it's like, oh, no, no, they're all just a bit misguided and no, it's just the bureaucracy and whatever. But really good analysis about the way that bureaucracies work uh, about what motivates people uh, and, and and not it, that that would allow certain things like this to happen over a period of decades to the point where they're susceptible to to capture and whatever else to to be able to do these things and a lot of it is very compelling and so again i've, I've always said it's it's both it it it, it is this natural tendency of bureaucracies uh, and, and you know, state bureaucracies, uh, you know, p- people who are guaranteed their paycheck uh, uh, and, and forcing people to, to do things and taking their stuff is just all part of, of, their, of their reason for being. Um, but there's this other group, well, how, well, what did you call them last week? The, uh, the vice wielders. The vice wielders. Yeah, I like that. Um, that that are using it for their own ends as well, and so it's a it's a it's a right old combination. But yeah. but it'll be like it'll be like there being a scurvy epidemic, and then them banning vitamin C, and then if you mention well, if look, you mention vitamin C, you even, get banned from YouTube and Twitter, and you, it's misinformation. Yeah, it's that level. But of, it's you're so close. That's so close to the reality anyway. If if everyone had been pumped full of vitamin D, then deaths would have been lower. And that's even with their own measurement of of everything, um, something that is so, for want of a term, harmless. You know, even to even to take too much of it, even if even if it didn't work, you'd be making people healthy in other another way anyway uh, by encouraging it. 
Um, well, the vast majority of people, certainly in this country, are vitamin are D deficient. deficient. Yes, uh, most people in the in certainly northern, in the winter, certainly certainly in the northern in the hemisphere, basically. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Um, no, we should all be taking. We should all be having something with more vitamin D in it. Um, yeah, it's 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 another scandal. Do, do you think? Do you think they knew? There were, I mean, hydroxychloroquine was already known to be an effective treatment for SARS, the first SARS. Um, I say the first SARS. I don't even like using this nomenclature anymore. In that, oh, this is SARS number two. Oh yeah, no, no it's a bat vaccine that you that you got wrong. Okay, so it's not it's not SARS CoV two. This is something that you made in the lab and you released in the bat population. Uh, or, or, or did they? I don't, I'm, or, or, did, or accidentally, or accidentally released before you got it ready? Yeah, I before you put it through the mice. I think that's probably what happened. Yeah. Um, but did you did you know that they did tests in caves in the US first? With this, with with as part the, the the project that was the whole thing. You you look very surprised here. You clearly haven't read the document that well, I no, posted. No, 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 I haven't had a okay. chance. Um, but there's tests happened in the US. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. That's incredible. It, it sounds incredible, but it's real. Hmm. And the idea that they're just monkeying around with this stuff, pardon the parlance, <laughs> I mean, it, but because monkeys are, have been involved in many ways, but again, the the concept of it being a a virus vaccine, yeah, we're going to use a virus to be a vaccine against other viruses. Yeah, well, there must be there must be a word for that because it's not a vaccine. I mean, it's closer to an inoculation, but even then, it's 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 there must there must be a, there must be a word. Well, I think when you're talking about um, so what. What what the bat vaccine was, what SARS-CoV-2 was, was an actual virus, a coronavirus, that's had this particular spike protein, the, you know, the, the spike protein everyone loves to hate, on it, and therefore the bats were supposed to be infected in a very traditional way. They were supposed to get this virus, yeah, and therefore build immunity. That's completely different from what the vaccines are you know that that are we're all being given not you and I because they are getting our but they're not infecting us we're being injected with the substance that is targeting our cells and reprogramming them to make the spike protein so there isn't a virus involved in it at all apart from <laughs> some of the vaccines do use instead of the lipid nanoparticle thing and, M- and a bit of mRNA they're a DNA strand and they use an attenuated monkey virus called adenovirus so those ones you are getting infected deliberately with a virus that that comes with the, the DNA but again it's still a reprogramming thing it's not like the adenovirus has got the spike protein on the adenovirus contains the instructions it contains the code for it which again gets into your cells and gets your cells to make the spike protein. So all of the vaccines get your body to make the spike protein. Whereas the bat vaccine itself was all about just infecting with a virus that has the spike protein on it. Well, yes, yeah, similar to similar to other vaccines. Yeah, similar to, to you know to to using 
cowpox or smallpox and that kind of thing. Right, but those, they weren't, it wasn't about... It, it wasn't injecting... Infecting with, someone yeah. with something that was infectious. That's what I meant. So that's what I mean. This The smallpox then, then vaccine is you give it to one person. They don't just give it to their next door neighbour by being around them. Sure. Whereas if you make a virus that is already spreadable, you don't attenuate it. And I think vaccinating must need to be administered as opposed to just letting something loose. You can't say I'm vaccinating the population by letting letting something loose. Yeah, that's what they said they were going to do. Yeah, we've already established, I don't know what the word vaccine means anyway. I mean, so I had so I had an idea for a podcast, right, a, a couple of weeks ago, where I was, I was going to make the point that Omicron is like the best, and I'm using air quotes here, vaccine for, you know, for the, the novel coronavirus, for COVID, that you could get. It's like far better than the vaccines they're giving. It's like it's got virtually no side effects. Um, it's, you know, it's really, really transmissible. Um, you know, it, it will... Not, it you, will you, you want a vaccine to be transmissible. <laughs> no, I'm saying that this virus being transmissible is far better than the vaccines currently. What do you mean? In terms of its transmissibility, the vaccines aren't supposed to be transmissible at all. No, no, no. I'm talking about inoculating a population against COVID or, or SARS-CoV-2. You right. want them all to get Omicron and then yes. build up natural immunity. Yeah. Well, it was P- Putin was one of the first that said it, wasn't it? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Right when it came out, within days, he said, this is the vaccine. Right, there you go. Well, Putin's ahead of me then. And you see, looking back now... Was that a bit of predictive programming? Was that, let's get people used to the idea that it is a vaccine anyway? <laughs> I, don't I mean, th- this is the other thing. The, I don't the, think I'd have used Putin for that. The lineage, yeah, but he might just know. He might just be... You, you think he's non-aligned? Uh, less aligned. <laughs> uh, no, I would, I, would, I would say he's less aligned, for sure. Yeah. No. I, I, th- I think Russia have their own set of priorities. Not one of the vice-wielders. No, no, I don't, I don't, think, so. I don't think so at all. I think, I think Russia have their own set of priorities. What about China? Where do you, where do you think China are in all of this? Um, it's, it's difficult to say. It's difficult to say, isn't it? I mean, it? They, they have basically bought half of the world's grain now and are stockpiling it and not letting anyone have it. You aware of this? No. They're buying an awful lot of stuff and hoarding it for themselves. The grain doesn't last very long and you can grow it again. I'm, I'm just saying they're behaving in, in a way that is going to have knock-on effects. Mm, that seems a strange thing to hoard. It's not like steel <laughs> or, or, we, precious, we've done a whole, or, or precious metals. How many years ago oh. did we do a Chinese steel episode? Steel manning steel, that was a yeah. while ago. Um, yeah, but it's not like you know it, hoarding stuff that they're hoarding food. Yeah, that's 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 interesting, isn't it? Are they lockdowns the wrong word now? But are they are they about to go into some kind of you know shut off the world? I mean but that that, that would change the global economy massively. But they have so many interests all around the world. I mean, particularly like in 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 countries in Africa and Not where everywhere. they're you know, everywhere. where they're saying things like you know what we'll uh, we'll build your road systems for you um, but the deals are the deals are very very dodgy um, basically they they kind of own the infrastructure 
um, and and they, they'll be able to do what they like, you know, down, down the line. So, you know, China have lots of interests elsewhere. I can't see them shutting that down and saying, right, okay, we're now going to be insular, like North Korea or somewhere like that. Bear in mind the original photos and videos that were coming out of Wuhan early doors. Or the people lying on the floor and yeah, that kind the of dropping thing. dropping dead yeah. in the street stuff. I mean, what was that about? Why would What would be the rationale for doing that? Because that was pure propaganda. And that says me says that they're in the same group as as the vice wielders on you know the western side of the world because that was it, all about getting us into lockdown sure but it i mean they would have again this kind of converging opportunism they might have an interest in just everyone becoming communist yes so if you guys want if you guys want to want to you know want this to help you become communist we'll give you the propaganda don't you worry we'll give you the videos and and you can yeah fill your boots. Here's another thing I wanted to talk to you about on a, on a podcast, and that was a bit more about China. But it was coming back to one of our one of our regular topics of uh, of centrism uh, and hard centrism. Yeah, and I had a thought, and it was, ah, uh, right. Let's uh, let's be specific here because when you just say China, um, China, China. Uh, I miss that. I miss that, don't you? Um, I miss Trump all the time. <laughs> he was just such good comedy value. Um, the the Chinese Communist Party, the CCP, are they the ultimate centrists? Hard centrists I'm talking about here? Because it's very much communism and fascism, isn't it? Yeah. Um, possibly. They, yeah, they, they've... It's been observed that they've tried to have this mix of capitalism and communism. But then Adolf Hitler and Germany um, were probably, you know, because they had, they had quite a lot of socialism. In, I mean, they were national socialists. Yeah. Um, they had quite a lot of socialism in there as well. Um, you know, Mussolini was the, the only, probably the truest form of fascism that, that we've seen. Um, you know, I, I think... I'm talking about hard centrism. I'm talking about borrowing from both ends. Well, yeah, that's what Hitler did. But do, but do you not think the Chinese, that it's a good example right now? Oh, it's a good example, and certainly at the moment, but I'm not sure whether they've been whether Adolf Hitler's Germany was more hard centrist than current China, is, is all I'm saying. Yeah, I just think they're the, they're, a, they're the best example right now. Right now, I think you're right. Yeah, I can't, I can't think of anybody else other than perhaps Great Britain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Great, great, great Britain aren't quite, aren't, aren't quite there. Australia, yet. otherwise known as South China. Yeah, I mean Australia. I mean they're they're more they're more fascist though, aren't they? There's not as much communism over there. Yes, that's true. And this is why I think China's a great example because they are they are openly communist. Mm. Yeah, they want communism to work, and what they've done in to, in quotes make it work I is mean, add a load of fascism. I mean, yeah, I mean joking. Joking aside, Britain isn't, you know, I mean, Britain's got a lot of communist stuff about it, you know, yep. like education, the NHS, you know, there are lots of completely kind of socialist um, areas. And then we've got this kind of fascism as well with, um, you know, like the restrictions, you're not allowed to leave your house, 
Um, you know, we'll lock, lock you down whenever we want, force you to wear masks, all that kind of stuff. You know, toying with vaccine passports. You know, that's, that's you know, I, I can't think of a, a greater example of fascism in the in the modern day. So Britain are pretty hard centrist at the moment, I would say. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think you're absolutely right. I think it's a question France? of... France? Yes, yeah. Well, more socialist than... Than, than Britain in many ways. Yeah, and, and also more fascist. And now at the moment more fascist. And yeah. c- certainly the news today about... Um, no, what's... Oh, just, just just more restrictions about the unvaccinated can't... Yeah, the whole well, he wants other, to, other list of things that they can't do. He wants to piss them off, doesn't he? Hmm. Macron. And, and this is what I find interesting because people are talking about the collapsing narrative. But then you've got France, you've got Germany, you've got Austria, let alone New Zealand and Australia not heard much about New Zealand recently. Um, Arden's not been out there saying something horrific for for a bit that, it, that that's come to my attention. It's been mainly about Australia. And what we observed a, a couple of podcasts ago was they're going to be the last to unwind anything, mm. aren't they? But I wonder, I think... I think we are quite lucky at the moment compared to these other European countries that are that are that are going harder. They're they're doing they're doing they're doing more fascism than, than us. Um, so I think we're quite lucky at the moment. Um, but again, when are they going to start? Oh, th- this is the eternal question, isn't it? If we're seeing US and Britain kind of start to show the signs that this stuff is going to have to be removed. Is it then going to be your your France and your Germany's next? Well, France. I mean, the the um, one of the one of the things that I love most about the French is that they don't take any shit. Yeah. Um, and and they haven't throughout the ages. I mean, they're, they're they're big on revolutions, as you know. But even even in the last kind of twenty or thirty years, oh, the Gilets so, Jaunes. Yeah, and you know when when they you know just think when um when they started introducing speed cameras and stuff, they destroyed them all. <laughs> you know, they, they literally <laughs> broke them all. They, you know, they had truck drivers that were like stopping roads and stopping. You know, they just kind of brought the economy to a standstill. Yeah, they will bring their tractors. Yeah, they they don't stand for it, and and you know, and and then these things get rolled back. So, you know, the, Macron is kind of dicing with death a little bit. Um, you know, and and they're, they're not even in. Um, Do you think this crop the, of leaders will will survive this? I mean, obviously Merkel's all well, gone. I don't know. She was going anyway. Yeah, and she was, I mean, she was struggling for a I don't long even time. Know. Who's Chancellor now? No idea. No idea. That says something, doesn't it? But just like the French, I mean, it was a while ago, uh, maybe 20 years ago, there was some, I think there was some um, leader uh, of industry. I think, it was the, I think it was the car industry. And he, um, he was making like, loads of people redundant. Um, so there were these mass protests and they shot him. Really shot him, yeah. Um, so they don't, they, the French don't <laughs> mess about; they do not mess about. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and then the whole Gilets Jaunes thing—that's that, that's been going for for decades as yes. well. Um, yeah. You know, so that's not a. I know it was like a a big thing a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, but it's been that that's just their standard thing. I think you pointed out before is that everyone has one because you, it's you, it's mandated it's law to have one in your car. They, they've 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 given people they've they've written the law. That that says everyone's got this revolutionary jacket that they can put on <laughs> at a moment's notice. Yeah. Um, so it's it's an ironic problem of their own making, giving everyone an easily identifiable way of saying I'm part of the revolution. Yeah. Well, so in that respect, very French again. 
Yeah, but, but the, the, the French are, are kind of dicing with death. I, mean, I think there have been, I've heard news of some places that I think are trying to, uh, are rolling back. I can't remember exactly where it was, but there were a couple of places that were rolling back on their vaccine passports purely because the economy is just tanking. And good. Well, yeah, who could have predicted that? Yeah. Uh, but that's obviously good news. Um, the, obviously, there was the trial in uh, Israel for the fourth jab. Yes. And news came out today that that's done nothing, or, or virtually nothing, ineffective against Omicron. Um, yeah, anti-effective. So they'll probably well that that yeah I would say fifth so. dose they've got to, they've got to go for the someone's fifth, had they? a fifth dose I saw a picture of a person really who's had a fifth dose big big smiles and all that five probably had the saline ha- he's going to just have spike proteins just spilling out all over the place that's incredible if it's if it's the real one I mean. What what I I really struggle. It's like a mental illness. Yeah, I really struggle to you know you know how you can, and you and I pride ourselves on being able to steal man stuff. But I think I said before I could steal man communism easier than stealing man, steel manning you know some um, of these things. Well, no, the only the only way of explaining it is uh, what is, what is now out there is known as mass formation. It's this it's this group of hypnosis. Well, it, mass psychosis, that kind of thing. Yeah, but it, you'll you'll get into trouble for using that term. Uh, the guy who came up with mass formation, it's called mass formation. It's not mass formation psychosis. It's mass formation, um, and it's got a whole you know diagnosis around it, um, and you know how it how it develops. Right. Um, who am I going to get into trouble with? Like, are we talking like YouTube and Twitter, or like? Do you want to hear the latest on that? So, um, a load of memes have come out because obviously the moment I think it was it was um, it was Robert Malone who made this um, more well known by talking about it on the Joe Rogan podcast mm. okay one of the, the probably the most listened podcast of all time oh for sure yeah for sure has been for a long time I know I'm talking about that particular edition oh sure yeah yeah, I thought you were talking about Rogan in general. He's no, had the numbers for years. No, I think I think that edition, I think potentially is the, or, or, or certainly in a, in a short space of time, um, uh, and it's this other professor psychologist would have come up came up with a theory, uh, but he's Robert Mueller's popularised it. Since then, there's been you know, all your fact checks and all your nonsense have come out about about, and this is the irony about it. Okay, is that all of the fact checks have come out saying it doesn't exist. It's like it's like that joke. I to, have, have I told you the? Uh, <laughs> have you heard about the gaslighting joke? No. <laughs> sure you have. <laughs> so you were aware of that one, aren't you? It's, it's, that's it's, it's such actually, a well. It's actually called gas lamping. <laughs> it's such a well crafted joke that. Um, but so all these memes have come out of 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 like you know the you know the. You know the grey outlined person with the funny, funny mouth. Oh, the NPC. Is that is that what that That's is? That's an NPC. It's an you know what an NPC is? I came to all this quite late. Ah. Okay, I don't know the origins of all this stuff. I yeah, just, it's I just a, it's an NPC. Right. So the there's a there's the classic you know crowd of NPCs. Yeah. And they've got a group speech bubble saying there's no such thing as mass formation. Oh, <laughs> there's memes like that. Loads of them, different ones. Um, they're all getting banned by um, uh, Instagram. Instagram really? are banning memes about mass formation. You can't write this stuff, can you? That's, that's incredible. But that's where we've got to. We've got to 
getting into loops almost of 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 nonsense. I I I don't know how to explain it other than they they just don't know when to stop. Mm. I mean, it's going to be it's going to be quite interesting to see who is going to be clinging on the longest. Whether it's going so to people be, have already yeah. started abandoning ship. I mean, this is this is where you start. You you got people now saying, uh, yeah, lockdowns are a bad idea. You know, stuff like that. And, I, and well, then yeah, it's going to be so vaccines. The stuff that, the stuff that we mentioned a couple of weeks ago. There's, there's been more of that now, hasn't there? Yes. There more people saying, yes. you know what? In hindsight, with with the information that we have now, we now realise it was bad. These right, are the people who are just seeing which way the wind blows oh for sure for yeah. sure these are the the slimiest of all of the people i'm surprised michael gove hasn't started making statements well they can they can see a bandwagon coming and they and they're jumping on it you know yeah. the wind's changed direction hang yeah. on you know we we need to these are the survivors back. yeah 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 they'll they'll survive they'll serve whatever regime is in is in power at the time I'm trying to think of some kind of historical example. The only one I can think of is is from Star Trek. When I was I was thinking of that guy, you know that guy in Gla- at the end of Gladiator. Oh, Quintus, Quintus, who's <laughs> like awful throughout the entire film, and right at the end he helps carry um, yeah. Maximus over there because now he's seen that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm going to get in with a new administration. <laughs> it's the Quintuses, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It- there's so many of those people coming out now, and it's a it's a tough one because I think it will absolutely help the movement, but we cannot forgive these people. Oh no! And we cannot no. let we cannot let everyone not we can't let them get away with it. I don't I'm, know what that looks like. But no, and I, I was kind of thinking the other day, it's like, but, how dare yeah, you? Do I do I, do we try and destroy them now, or do we let them influence everyone? Because we don't we don't want we don't That's want saying, we don't want people yes. to think. Well, I'm not. I'm, I'm not going to come out for the other side. I'm just going to maybe shut up and, and say nothing, and then and then leave it because we want these influencers to actually start saying, "Oh no, no, no! Actually, lockdowns are a bad idea." And I don't. I don't. Don't necessarily want these guys to be given lots of abuse while they're so you influencing. Want, you want them? I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yes. Okay. No. I, I I'm, I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking. Keep your powder dry, and then when it's when stuff is properly going in the right direction, you want a bit of mass formation in the opposite direction. Then you destroy them and say, "Hold up a second. This is what you said. You know, in 2020. This is what you said in 2021." A few a few weeks ago, I said I'm I have a fairly dark concern that there's going to be people who are going to commit suicide over this because over being not, wrong because they're not going to be able to cope with the the rug being pulled right of of being so wrong of being seen to be a fool about being taken in i think i think there are people who are going to get that that affected by it because they were that affected by it are you talking so before i make a I'm talking even, normies right okay i was gonna say before i was gonna say before i make an even darker blacker comment I was going to ask, do you mean the people like you know your James O'Briens and the influencers, or the actual just normal people who've been taken in? Because one of them is going to be interesting. You know, there, there are going to be some people who have absolutely, you know, contributed their entire con- reputation on it. Well, yeah, but also you've had people who have influenced policy that has killed tens of thousands of people. Well, like Piers Morgan. And if they if they go, how much do you care? Oh, not not at all. But if you're talking about normal people who've just been taken in, who just perhaps aren't very, very bright, that's yeah. obviously awful. 
Yes, absolutely. No, no, absolutely. And that's my that's my worry. My worry is that there's going to be a there's going to be a, one of the causes of death is going to be people who and I'm not just talking here about people who can't cope with going back to normal. That's not what I'm talking about. And again, I think they're going to be those people as well. The people who have got themselves so ingrained that they have to see masked faces. You know, obviously that's happening. There's been a massive mental health crisis over this. And even if all the restrictions were pulled, there'd be people who wouldn't go out their house because they're still scared, regardless of what they, they now know. I'm, I'm talking about the mental gymnastics and, and what that does to someone. And I'm, you know, we talked about people going crazy. Um, even before this, about having to hold these you know, communistical thoughts in their in their head uh, and, and and see how it how it doesn't doesn't stack up. This is off the charts, isn't it? Yeah, I mean it's it's one of those. I'm being told that you were wrong, that it was that you were that you were had. I, You've been had. Yes, that's so, what the overarching message is to normies right now. I'm going to take it one. Been had. No, I, I think I, I, I'm going to take it one step further. It's not just you've been had; it's you've been had, but all these other people haven't been had. It's not that the whole world has been ah, had. There's been this group of people that there've been, been, there been a group of people that that didn't fall for it. That you've been just abused for two years, and you and weren't. They were the ones who weren't had, and and you were. So you you've been you've been around these people the entire time. And you were still had, even though they weren't, and even though the media, the cathedral, yes. the governments, every all the propaganda, everybody was on your side. You were, you know, and and you 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 abused this small group of people, but they still weren't had. So you had every opportunity not to be had, but you were still had. Yeah, that's slightly long, but do, do you get what I'm saying? I it's do. not it's not just that, you, that you've been had, which is why I think that the the scale of their realization. Is going to be, it's going to be epic, and I guess it's going to be proportional to the amount and and the sorts of people that and you can. It is although the although the restrictions and and, and everything have been more fascist than they have anything else, yep. and we've talked about this before. It's like fascist policies with kind of communist thinking and com yep. communist uh, reasoning. logic reasoning. Sure. Um, it is more the left wing and your socialists and your communists who are for this, you know, who are for masks, who are for restrictions, who are for They're lockdowns. more vocal. Yeah. And these are the more big government types, you know, the people yes. the people on the on, on the right, there are more small government right wingers than there are small government left wingers. So it's gonna be the people on the left who absolutely put their faith in government in general. Yes. Suddenly realising that their most beloved institution is not on their side at all, and has yeah. been hoodwinking them for the past two years, and they fell for it, and these other people didn't. You know, the more that you love the state, when you realise that it's actually this evil empire, yeah, um, the the worse it's going to be. You know, and 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 like you, like you alluded to earlier, there's going to there's this huge amount of cognitive dissonance where probably in the back of their mind somewhere they've got this thought that I hope it's not this, what I think. This this, yeah. this 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 can't be right. But no no no, the the, the 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 thought that they're trying to cultivate is no, the government is your friend and, and they're on our side and, and that yeah. kind of thing. And then suddenly when it all comes crashing down, and they're thinking, hang on, I've one I've been had, two these other people haven't been had, three in the back of my mind. I kind of knew that yeah, something was but up, I didn't but I, su I suppressed it. Yeah, and it's my fault. And so, is that going to manifest itself as shame? Is it going to manifest itself? It will manifest as itself regret? in. Um, I mean, I, I think similar to governments being on the ropes and being like cornered animals, 
Um, mm, that's the danger, isn't it? They're going to be doubling down, I think, a lot first, and they're not going to want to let anything. They're going to they're going to make they're going to, to try and maintain their yeah. They're, they're going to be clinging to any evidence whatsoever that um, yeah. You it's know, just going to make them fall even harder, though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But okay, government isn't your friend. Government is an evil empire. All of that stuff you just said. To to have a decent swathe of the global population come round to that in our lifetime. Oh, amazing! If that if that happens, that's amazing. And this is where I do have a sense of, as I say, it's it's exciting. I don't know how optimistic it is, but there's a level of excitement. I think to the possibility, the potential, that sometime, even in the next decade, there could be a major societal change in how the people view authority. I think there will be, there'll be some of that. Some people, again, because of the cognitive dissonance, they will be looking for any excuse not to hate on their beloved government. So it will be, oh, it was a... They were they were misled by the pharmaceutical companies and they were misled by big business or or, or whatever or this somebody is, else. Right. This is why a lot of it comes down to money, though, because if the financial system crashes, and I think there's a very 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 strong possibility it's going to and it's going to very quickly, and the concept of government being in control of the money was a bad thing. If if those can be linked together, then We've said before, it's one of those foundational elements, isn't it? You take away the government's ability to control the money supply, and that changes everything. And if that's what starts, if that's what allows people to tip over to the notion that, you know, government bad, that's going to be a sight to see. Yeah, I, I mean, all, all these things will convince some people, I think. Um, whether they'll convince all again, there'll be people thinking, oh, oh well, nothing what, will convince everyone. All, um, but I'm, I'm just thinking, uh, even the majority of people will be thinking, well, who else can? It's like who who else can build the roads? Yeah. You know, who else can control the, the supply of money? They don't realise that a supply of money doesn't have to be controlled and it can yeah, be completely distributed. Um, you know, so and it will happen all over the world as well because they're all kind of you know intermingled and intertwined with each other. As soon as one goes. It'll be like a house of cards. Yeah. Um, and it'll be like, well, it wasn't just us. It was the whole world. So, you know, nobody could have done anything. Nobody could have predicted this. Here, have this central bank digital currency to replace it. Mm. No. And that's what everyone needs to say, is no to that. I mean, I'm hoping that with all these things, there are more people who are becoming sceptical of, of, of government. And I think the more, the more things like this that happen, if you're... I mean, we we were kind of inoculated against this because we thought, we knew they were bad anyway, and we've known they were bad for years. So when the gov- when governments start doing these things, because people for even now, I get I get people who, I've, you know, I've, I've kind of explained this, you know, why they're doing it. It's, like, it's not about a virus. It's about control. It's about coercion. Yeah. It's about you just being submissive. And you just need to be compliant. It's about all these all things. The and they're like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And then like a week later, why are they doing this? And it's like, I you know. explained it, it. Yeah, and then you explain it again and, and that kind of stuff. And it, it just takes so long. Well, they've whereas, been brainwashed since they were born. Yeah, whereas you you and I, um, you know, when, when you hear about governments doing these things, it's like, well, of course I've done that. Of course, there's an ideal opportunity for them. Why wouldn't they do yeah. that? 
I'll be surprised if they didn't do something like this given the opportunity. Um, so it doesn't, you know, from that point of view, it doesn't. It just, it just we, kind of. I suppose we thought we thought that there was a uh, a ratchet effect that was going to take an awful lot longer to get us to to these kind of points. Yeah, it as, was as, just as about we said, speed. The speed. Yeah, that's the only thing that has um, not surprised us, I suppose. But well, yeah, no, it, I think I think it surprised me. I think it, it was unpredictable. Me. Yeah, I think it surprised me how quickly how quickly things yeah things dropped off a cliff. Yeah. Um, well, and for me, it was just the what the the bigger surprise was the acceptance of it mm. by the rank and file by everyone, everyone but this small but growing group now of people who haven't been had. Yeah, and and uh, I mean, I'm seeing more and more people now who are saying things like, "I was double jabbed," "I believed it," or even some people saying, "Look, I'm triple jabbed," um, but now I've had enough. Now I've had enough, you know, no further. And people are properly drawing lines in the sand. So not the people that, you know, these, and these people were had. They were absolutely had you know, yeah. for two years. Yeah. But now they're coming around. I'm seeing more of this. Okay. Which is, which is good. Well, that's what we've got to hope for. Yeah. So, how, I mean, what do you think? There have been talk about restrictions ending or some restrictions ending. There's some leaks, isn't there, in the next yeah, couple of weeks? In, 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 I think in March they're not saying. Not masks, though. No, I know. That's, 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 the, that's the only one. Well, it's not, no, that's not idiocy. That's again. That's they want to try and maintain something that they know people will readily do that keeps people in fear. See, I was, uh, yeah, their I, obedience signals. I was because I, I, you tend to think they're doing the same thing again. We'll leak this stuff and we'll say you're getting the freedoms, but then a week before, oh yes, well, there's this new variant or whatever. And we're actually we're not going to give you all those. So they kind of give you the hope and then they kind of take it away again. Do you think that's going to happen? That happened every other time apart from this Christmas and New Year. Mm. And that's what I find very, very interesting uh, is that they felt that they couldn't do it at Christmas and New Year. Uh, and I don't think that means that they've, they've got more power to do it now, if that, if that makes sense. I know that they could essentially do whatever they like but but they don't want what they really don't want is the the entire or the majority of the population to go oh come it. on Exa exactly that's what they don't and want and so I think the problem is for them that now more and more people if anything it backfired they should have put people into lockdown over Christmas I think that that, that not doing it has woken more people up because they've all gone this isn't that bad is it and you know, I mean, again, there's there's so many kids off school at the moment, and I'm talking locally in our in our local school. So many kids off school at the moment with uh, with a positive test. And they're not ill. None of them are ill. Um, and I think people are whether I think Omicron is going to be a good life raft for a lot of people. And I think that a lot of the people we referred to earlier, those people who have seen which way the wind's blowing, I think they're going to tell themselves, and by extension, everybody else, I was right about it until Omicron. Because we needed to do all these restrictions. We needed to do the vaccines. We needed to do everything for the earlier variants. But Omicron, now that, it's, now that it happens to have mutated something that's really mild, 
that's the only reason we can unlock. I think it's an excuse that pe- people now feel the ability to say, oh, it's it's just a cold now. Yeah. Um, with with Omicron because it's so obvious. I mean, it, it was it was obvious to anyone who was looking with Delta um, that it was just a cold, not even flu. Yeah. Um, but people just didn't feel the ability because there were, you know, people still dying more than they are now, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so, but, but now it's so unbelievably obvious that you, that you really would look quite stupid. People are, are getting more confidence in saying, I would actually. Like to know. I, and this is just, this is just piquing my interest now, things like this. Like, are there influenza viruses that you get and just have cold? like symptoms is there a spe- like this is a spectrum of from absolutely nothing through to death <laughs> with cold and flu symptoms on the way when when you and i have had the flu then you feel really ill um you're not on death's door but you feel proper proper rotten i mean flu does wipe you out if yes you, if you have, I mean, you know, for days most people when they so they've got flu. They've got a cold. Agreed. Yeah. Um, but I'm talking. I'm talking about it properly. But are there people who just have a cold that do have the flu? Oh, you, you mean have test. the same? Have the same virus? Yeah. The, who knows? The, who knows? We've Probably. Been, we've been told this, sold this narrative of of what you can have. Everybody can have it. You might have it now, and you're going to get it again and again. And all this kind of stuff. We've been sold this narrative, but. How much of that is just completely made up, utterly? On how much of it actually have we always been passing stuff around? As you say, we've always had a, a tens of thousands of flu deaths a year. That's just, that's just in quotes normal. That's the background noise. Um, have we also been passing it around just like this? Have we also been some people had the cold version of it and then passed it on to their loved ones and they've had the the flu-like version of it? Well, yeah, but but then... I mean, I'm not sure it matters, but... It, it's one of those things that, I mean, the common cold will, will, will kill people. Yes. You know, if, you're, if you've got enough comorbidities and you're old enough. Well, and there's, as, as you said before, there's rhinovirus. There's also um, RSV, respiratory central virus. That's one of the main causes of croup. I'm an absolute expert in croup because my kids get it all the time. Um, uh, and there's another one. There's... Um, uh, PIV, para-influenza virus, which is another one of those ones that comes out at that kind of changing of the seasons time. It has an absolute season to itself um, and uh, goes and gets all the kids. So all these th- and all these things give, they're all just respiratory diseases. They have varying degrees of, um, of severity. Yeah, it, w- it wouldn't surprise me if, if, if some people were you know, catching similar viruses and, and it not, you know, being asymptomatic or whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I'm, ske- I'm skeptical about asymptomatic. Um, uh, I'm not skeptical about people just having natural immunity to things. Yes. And just not getting affected. Well, and hence the reason why I'm uh, I'm taking vitamin D. I'm drinking my chaga. This is about giving my body the best chance to fight things off entirely. You know, on its own. Mm. Um, uh, not not having to. Not having to treat it at all, but just letting your body fight it off. But getting your body into the into a state where it can fight things off itself, mm. ideally without experiencing any symptoms at all. 
Sure. Well, and, and again, and that's yeah, that's totally possible. Well, of course. I mean, the, 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 when I had well, well when, when I had the, the Rona, that was the first the first time I was ill for years. Same here. First time years I was ill for years. years. I couldn't couldn't remember the last time I had a, a cold or anything. And, yeah. and the only time, the only time in the last probably twenty years or so, I've had colds and stuff, is when I've been really really run down. So I'm you know Working I'm, I'm kind of I'm, I'm yeah. you know I'm doing. I'm working in London or Norwich or somewhere, and I've got like four hours of travel a day on top of a of working course. day and all that kind of stuff. And you know, most of the, most of that time, I was like, kind of every Wednesday, I'll be dri- I'll be coming back from work, driving to Coventry to play, vo- yeah, to train volleyball for a couple of hours, driving back again, coming back at like one o'clock in the morning, getting up at six again the next morning. Um, and then yeah. like weekends, I'd have games. And so just, no wonder you, would pick you know, things up. That's it's. I'd, I'd pick things up because I was yeah. just just a bit run down. Um, but when I have periods. Where I'm not, I've got like a local traveling. contract, or yeah. I'm not traveling, or not working as hard. Never catch a thing. Yeah, it's totally possible. So stay fit and healthy. That's the and, and that, again, this is one of the other things that you know we've got. We've got a respiratory virus. So what do we do? Block everybody's airways and close all the gyms. Imagine how fit and, everybody and could keep have been. people inside. Stop people exercising at all. Imagine how fit and healthy people could have could have been. You know, if they'd have said, I mean, it was quite, it was it was obvious quite early on that one of the comorbidities, yeah, one of the comorbidities was like people who are excessively obese yeah. and people who are really fat. Um, if they'd have said early on, you know what, get in shape, get in shape, and and it might be the difference between life and death for some people. Yeah. Um, you know, let's 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 use the right and, know, and free it's gym been, memberships or something. It's been, it's been two years. Okay. Well, yeah, and that, so these Think people. How could... much people could have lost in two years? Yeah. Now, I know it's. I know it was extreme. Uh, my my changing of my diet had an had an extreme effect um, on me, and and uh, I'm, I'm, and the fat just fell off. Within weeks, it was like five weeks. I lost two stone. It was just that's just, that's just crazy, and it's and you didn't you didn't have a lot. It's not like you were a big no. fat chuffer either. No, 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 not at all. Um, uh, and so it's it's it to 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 do that more slowly to do that with a, a more regular balanced diet because I am I'm of the firm belief that I do not have a balanced diet. I just don't think that you need a balanced. diet. I don't think you want a balanced diet exactly. exactly. But even with a balanced diet, you could um, you can lose you can lose weight nice and steadily over the over a, over a period of a year. Or whatever, change your lifestyle to the point where, yeah, you're, you're getting rid of, getting rid of all that excess fat. Yeah, eat, he- a, eat healthily, go out for a walk for half an hour a day. Yeah, you know all these things. Well, let alone, let alone actually start. I mean, I'm I'm not even lifting at the moment, um, uh, but I'm gaining strength because you you don't need any equipment to drop and do some press-ups or sit-ups or whatever. Well, so one, one, one good way of getting getting good at those is to do them uh, every half an hour. So what you do is you start off with just like five press-ups. Okay. So I mean, you can do like 30, 35. Yeah. You don't want to do that many. Yeah. Just do like five or maybe maybe 10. Yeah. And then half an hour later, do another 10. Nice. Half an hour later, do another 10. And, you know, the first few are an absolute doddle. Yeah, but then like later on in the day, it's like, oh, okay, this is this is you know this is getting a little bit uh, you know a little bit harder, and then you kind of do that for like a week or whatever, and then you up it. So you're like, I'm going to do eleven, or you know, if you're really ambitious, right. you might go, oh, I'm going to do fifteen now because this is really easy, and you just keep upping it, and then keep upping it, and then that's a that's a good way to to to, to increase. Okay, yeah, these are these are the kind of things I want to do. As you as you said before, it's about shocking your body a bit, cha- changing it up. 
um and uh yeah i've always liked the idea of the the 100 press up challenge you know but there's various forms of that isn't there it's are you doing 100 in a day in the kind of way that you you said i want to be able to i want to be able to do 100 press ups oh i could yeah i could i could i could do 100 in one go and maybe maybe not now i could probably do 70 or 80 now i think the the fact that i've got i used to be able to i used to do it just to challenge myself see how many i could do yes the fact that i've gone from 10 to 35 in two weeks uh, that that's to me that's got a hundred written all over it. Mm. I just want to keep going until I can do that. I mean, it's it's definitely a different sort of strength because yes. I you know I was I mean I'm, I'm I'm still pretty strong, but it took me a while to get to just to be able to have the kind of to cope with the amount of lactic acid. Yeah. Um. Uh. Because I was just all about doing low reps. You know, the the maximum number of reps I'd ever do was like ten. Um, so you try and do stuff like when you get into like your third, even if it's a really light weight, you get into like your thirty or forty reps. It's like, oh, hang on a second, you know, just moving my arms this amount of time is is yeah. is is, uh, is quite difficult. But you, yeah, you can you can you can build up, and then you'll eventually. I could never do, I couldn't do a hundred in one go without stopping at the top. Oh, you, oh, you've got to stop and breathe at some point. I used to be able to do. Yeah. I used to be able to do seventy or eighty. Without, Literally without stopping. Without stopping. Wow. And then I'd like hold at the top for a, for yeah. a, for a, like twenty seconds, and then I'd do the rest yeah. of them. Yeah. That's perfectly achievable. Okay. Perfectly achievable. That's that's your. That's, so is that a goal for twenty twenty two? Do you think you'd be able to get get that for twenty twenty two? Look, it's already. So it's the middle of January, and I've got to thirty five. So I no, I that's easily easily a target for the next couple of months. What a hundred press ups in the next couple of months? Why not? Okay, what in why, one go? Why, why? Why not? Well, yeah, that's that. I, I don't know whether I'm going to hit some kind of natural barrier as you sort of like lactic acid build or that kind of stuff, or how many pauses I'm going to have to put in. And yeah, by by pause, that's you know you're maintaining the press up position. You're, you're still holding. Yeah, your you're core, not putting these down. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, but now that I've got just the fact that this morning I was able to add another five. I, I'm just going to keep drinking the chaga and just keep keep doing it. I think I think I'll do exactly what I did last week, which was every other day, and then I think like what once a week I need to give myself just like two days off, and then reset again and 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 then do every other every other day for six days or something that that whatever whatever it works out to be. Um, so it's in, it's intensive for a week. Little break, intensive for a week. Little break. So are you doing you you're doing your thirty five press ups or however is it thirty five this 35 morning? Thirty five this morning. Yep. That's, that's you're only doing that for one once. You're yeah, not I'm doing only anymore. doing one set, and then you leave it two days. Then I'm doing yes, but then I'm doing a core workout immediately after. I say immediately. I collapse for a couple of minutes on the floor, and then I'm doing a core workout, which is which is all core. It is this is various forms of of sit up and, and, and crunch and all that all yeah. that kind of stuff. It will be so it will be your chest and your triceps that will give out. Yes. So you're gonna to need to be doing more than thirty five press ups three times a week. Right. To to, to get to, to hit the hundred. Okay. So as of this morning I started on the pull up bar. So that's gonna help a bit. Mm. Yeah? Uh no. No, no, not at all. Not at all. No, completely, uh, completely opposing muscles. Right. Okay. I mean, it, it will it will help because you'll be better balanced and you, yeah. you'll have just a generally, you know, if you if you get 
your ch- I mean, you're not going to get this through press ups, but let's say you were going down the gym and just doing like bench presses and 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 like kind of you know and and, and tricep exercises. Yeah, your opposing muscles, your back and your biceps, will be all out of kilter. Um, right. So you you kind of look a bit funny, and you'll be holding yourself funny because you've got like big muscles on one side and tiny scrawny muscles on the other. So when you are doing things like uh, you know bench pressing and and chest exercises, you also need to have a strong back as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, otherwise, it won't do your spine and, and all sorts any good. So yeah. yeah, it's good, but they're different muscles. You're you're using biceps and your lats. Yeah. For for pull ups. There's different different holds and stuff though. You're going to get your lower back a bit more and stuff, aren't you? With various various pull ups or is. Um, so if you have like an overhand grip. Yeah. Um, uh, that's going to be more back. The wider you are, that that's that's harder. But again, that's going to be more back. Yeah. The closer you are, and if you have like an underhand grip, uh, it's going to turn a lot of that into biceps. Yeah, yeah. I'm aware of certainly the the, the classic underhand. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, they're, they're, all, they're the easy biceps. ones. I try and yeah. I try and go overhand grip as wide as I can go. Yeah. And try and try and pull myself up, and then and you need to do it from like a dead weight as well, so you don't kind of bounce around like you know like the CrossFit um, style. Kind of, they're called like kind of kipping pull-ups. So they're not proper pull-ups. You need to kind of go up and then down and then stop and then go up and down again. Right. Because you can swing. You can swing and you can use momentum. Oh yeah, yeah. I was doing deliberately slow ones this you, morning. You don't need to be deliberately slow. You want to explode. Right. You can go. You can. Okay. So you could go slow on the way down. Yes. Um, like on the eccentric, and that would that would. Yes. No. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. Yeah. I was deliberately but, going slow on the way down to the point where I was kind of ninety degrees. Then up again. You're not straightening your arms. I'm clearly doing it all wrong. <laughs> um, straight arms, completely straight. Straight arms. Oh, that means I've got to bend my knees and all sorts. The problem is doing this in a house. Oh, you've got to bend your knees. Yeah, <laughs> that's why my pull-up. People used to laugh at the pull-up bar on the outside of my house. Yeah. Because I had it at about. It was set at about nine and a half, ten feet. Yeah, like that's a bar- what you need. basketball ring. Because I, I, I could, ju- I could just jump off and grab that. No, no yeah. problem at all. Uh, but everyone else was like, you know, how the hell? I'll tell you what like, I was people doing. couldn't even reach it. I'll tell you what I was doing this morning. Actually, I was, I was having, I was putting my feet out, my legs out straight, out forward. I was, try- I was trying to do some extra core at the same time because obviously that maintaining your your legs straight out while doing it um, that keeps them out of the way. But that, yeah, I, I I tend to bend bend my knees. But yeah, you want to start from completely straight arms, right? Okay, and then and then put, I did do a couple of those, but then I. I just, just did the other yeah. ones. Yeah, and, and and you can be, you know, you want to kind of explode. Yeah. Um, so kind of do do the do the up movement as quickly as you can. Yeah. And just to control down. I mean, if you're if you if you're trying to do, I mean, if you if you reach a plateau, you can do things like you like you could jump up. So oh, you, I see. And yeah, then go the slow yeah. all the way down, then jump up again. So you know, um, but I would yeah, I would do the kind of fast up and then control yeah. down, but okay. straight arms and then start from a dead weight every single time. Okay, and it won't improve your bench press at all, but <laughs> or your press ups, but it will just mean your overall fitness and you. Yeah, this you'll, is what you'll, I'm, you'll be better balanced. Yeah, I'm not. I'm. I'm. Yeah, I, I, it's the balance that that I'm after. I'm. I'm after general fitness. I'm not after. You're going after a hundred press ups is just a, a handy number and something to better quote someone. Ah, oh, I can do a hundred press ups. You know that. That's all. That's all that is. Um, I'm. I'm not after benching a certain weight or anything anything like that um, my, my needs are simple <laughs> awesome well you have to keep you have to keep us posted on uh, on how well you do yeah
If you've enjoyed this edition of Sounding Board, make sure you subscribe on your favourite podcast platform and visit soundingboard.com to see all our audio recordings, videos and blogs. We don't want your money, but you can support Sounding Board by giving us a great review and sharing us with the people you know. If you have an idea for a topic of conversation, why not join us in our Telegram channel at t.me forward slash soundingboard. See you next time.